time no speak what is up y'all thank you so much for coming back to season two of down the pipeline with danny do it all i am your host danny do it all you already know I'm so excited to be back here with you. If you couldn't tell by my voice, I am so happy. I'm so happy right now. Um, We are back for season two. It's been almost a year since God has given me this mandate to come on these airwaves, okay? And just talk to y'all. So what is up? What y'all been up to? How was your summer? Are you ready for fall? Okay, because I am. I have, I've been burnt to a crisp. Okay, your girl was out here like a rotisserie chicken, eating rotisserie chicken all summer. I literally ate rotisserie chicken all summer, but I am doing great. I am so full. I am so full. Um, I'm so grateful to God that I was able to take the break that I did. And he still gave me the grace and the desire to even come back and just pour out on y'all all over again. Everything that he's been pouring out to me. I really miss doing this. Um... But I am so excited. So if you are new here, welcome, 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 welcome to again down the pipeline podcast. My my name is Danielle, aka Danny Do It All. I am first and foremost a daughter of the Most High God. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. Okay, He is my life. He's the head of my life. Okay, I love Him with everything in me, with everything I am. He has given me the mandate to come on here and to just teach you guys the word of God, the beauty that's in the word of God, the deliverance that's in the word of God, the freedom that's in the word of God, because we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and his spirit is in his word. And I am a firm believer um, in the word of God. I stand on it. I build my life on it. Everything I do is rooted in the word of God. And we know that according to Romans 10 and 17, this is our, um, our base scripture, our foundational scripture for this podcast, Romans 10 and 17 says, now faith, now faith, now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, hearing by the word of God. Um, so everything I teach here, everything I, every story I share here, every experience I share here, um, every testimony I share here is rooted in the word of God. So when you're listening to this, I, you know, of course, listening while you're driving is great. I love that. God bless you for it. But if you can listen with a notepad, listen with your Bible open, listen with a pencil, listen with a journal, and most importantly, Importantly, listen through the ears of the Holy Ghost. Okay? The Holy Ghost. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to talk about fasting. We're going to talk about fasting today. Um, fasting sucks. <laughs> fasting sucks. But it's good. It's great, actually. Jesus fasted. He commands us to fast. He says, uh, he doesn't say if you fast in Matthew, I believe six, six, yeah, Matthew six. He doesn't say if you fast, you know, if you make the decision to fast, if you don't fast, it's cool. No, my Jesus says when you fast so that he was just assuming that us being one of 
his disciples, us being uh, wanting to take up our cross and deny our flesh, us being a part of the body of Christ, right? A part of his body. We're going to fast. That is the expectation as a Christian that you are going to fast. Amen. Amen. So I started um, taking fasting seriously in October of 2021. So I am on my two year fast anniversary <laughs> and it changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my life. It did. I took it serious because I had fasted before. I fasted before. I turned down my plate before, um, but I wasn't intentional about seeking God during my time of prayer and fasting. I wasn't putting a demand on heaven. I wasn't, um, uh, I wasn't in his word like I needed to be. I wasn't praying like I should have been. So I was turning down my plate, but I was not feasting on the word of God, right? I was basically on a hunger strike. And if we be real with ourselves, if we be real with ourselves, that's what a lot of us do. We don't fast. We go on hunger strikes. We don't fast. We just stop eating right? So fasting is not only great for your uh, body, but it's for, it's great for your spirit. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I just want to kind of lay the foundation for you a little bit. Um, I should probably talk like that on this podcast because I just be really turned up. And when I look at the frequency of the sound, when I'm talking, it's literally all over the place. And when I talk like this, it's like, ooh, it's like very calm. But when I talk like this, it's all over the place. It's up and down and up and down and up and down. So I don't know which one. <laughs> I think, you know, I'm going to have to go with the latter because that's just me. Right? Right. So fasting, 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 fasting. So how do I want to start? Because I have, I want, okay, so we're going to be talking about this all month, right? And maybe even a little bit more than. We're going to be talking about fasting. I got a couple different parts I want to share with y'all. Um, I got part one, part two, part, part three, part four. But today, again, I just want to lay the foundation of fasting. For those who may want to reignite their fasting life, for those who may, you know, not really know how to even start fasting, for those who are afraid of fasting, like, Danielle, how am I supposed to go all these hours without food? Baby, you do it every day when you're sleeping. What's the difference? You're just awake, <laughs> right? You're just awake. That's the main difference. You're awake. We fast every night when we go to sleep. That's why it's called breakfast. It's breaking your fast. Um, so you'll just break your fast a little later. I mean, you'll be fine. I promise. Um, so I have a couple principles of fasting that I want to share with you today. Again, this is just this is just the first episode of our series of fasting. Um, down the down the pipeline talks fasting part one, baby. This is this is what it is, and of course, because you know how I do, I got a couple scriptures that I want y'all to study for next week. Right for next week, we're gonna talk about. Um, we're gonna. Um, I just want you to have that base understanding of what fasting is. And I got some scriptures that I'm going to share with you to help you get that base understanding. But I want to tell you the lessons that God has shown me, has taught me during these two years. So it hasn't been very long, y'all. Fasting is powerful. Fasting is powerful. I'm a completely different person than I was before I started fasting. And that's just that on that, right? Um, so I'm going to share with you a couple lessons 
that God has shared, has taught me over the these past two years of fasting. So lesson number one, it's just food. <laughs> That's it. It's just food. It's just food. It's just food. It's just food. Relax. Relax. It's just food. And I'm saying it's just food. It's just food. That's it. That's it. Um, it's just food. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. You know, we like, oh, fasting is so hard. How do you do it? How do you do it? But And I know this because I was the same way. I was like, before I really started fasting, before I got into a Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-filled church, shout out to Committed to Christ International Ministries in Arlington, soon to be Pantego, Texas, I thought fasting was just like, that's ridiculous. Like, I am not going to stop eating all day. Are you serious? Like, well, what am I supposed to do? And that just shows us our mindset of how how food can be our God, lowercase g. How food can be our God, lowercase g. So when you think about fasting, what's the first thing that, that you think of? That's What's the first thing that you think of? Mine was hunger. Mine was, I don't want to be hungry. I don't, I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to be hungry. But that's because my flesh was my God. And I wanted to please my God at all times, no matter what. Now, we should be pleasing the Father of light, the God who sits in heaven and who sits high and looks low. That should be the God we're wanting to please at all times, right? Not our flesh. So our flesh is just a vessel. It houses our God. It houses the Holy Ghost. It's just a temple. It's just a tent. It's just a, it's just a tent. Paul called it a tent. I think, um, in the book of Corinthians, I can't remember it. I think it was in Corinthians child. It, the Holy Spirit just dropped this on me, but he didn't drop the verse. He didn't drop the book. <laughs> um, but it, Paul calls it a tent. And why does Paul call our body a tent? He calls it a tent because it is temporary tents. What do you do with a tent? You pick up a tent and you move it elsewhere when it's time to go. That's the same thing that's going to happen to our bodies. Our bodies, when it's time for us to go to heaven, our bodies are going to go somewhere else. Our bodies are going to stay in this ground, in the ground, in the earth, right? And our souls, our spirits are going to go up to heaven to be with the Father. This is just a tent. It is not your God, okay? It is not your God. So it's just food. You have another God to please. You have the God to please, better yet. Amen? All right, number two. Fasting gets your spirit in alignment with God. It gets your spirit, who is God, living on the inside of you if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost. The spirit of God, the very spirit of God, the father, the spirit of Jesus Christ, the spirit that rose him from the dead lives on the inside of you. But if your flesh is always crying out, feed me, <laughs> that's how my flesh sounds. I think feed me. I'm hungry. I'm sleepy. I want to do this. I want to do that. That's your flesh. The Holy Ghost says, turn down your plate, turn down your plate. Come seek me. Come pray. Come read your word. That's what your spirit says. Your your uh, body, your flesh says, I want to lay down. I want to go to sleep. I want to watch Law and Order for eight hours. That's your flesh talking. The spirit does not want that. So when you kill your flesh through fasting, 
what you're doing is you're getting your spirit on one accord with God. Because remember, your spirit, the spirit that lives on the inside of you, if you are a blood-bought believer and filled with the Holy Ghost, is the same spirit of God. So who knows the mind of God, the mind of God the Father, better than God the Spirit? That's why Jesus was able to speak with such authority because he got his authority from his father. He is God, the son. He was Jesus, the son. And now we have God, the spirit living on the inside of us. He's the same spirit from Genesis one that was hovering over the face of the deep. That's the same spirit that lives on the inside of you and me. So I want that spirit to be working at his full capacity, right? You want that spirit to be working at his full capacity, his full capacity. That's why in Ephesians three and 20, the scripture says now unto him who is able to do a court, um, exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine, but wait for it, according to the power that works on the inside of us. If that power is not working on the inside of us, we can't expect the exceedingly abundantly above, right? So how do we get that power to work effectively and efficiently and at its highest level, at his highest level? We fast, we strengthen him. We feed him. And since the Holy Ghost is not a person with a physical body and we don't feed him physical food, we feed him spiritual food, which is what? The word of God. You got it. You got it. The word of God, that spiritual food. That's how we strengthen our spirit, man. Yes, exactly. That's how we strengthen our spirit, man. Amen. All right. And uh, 1 Corinthians, of course I didn't write down. I think it is, it's either 10 and 12, 2 and 10. <laughs> Let me see. So I'm not lying to y'all. Um, 1 Corinthians, who knows the spirit of a man? No. Who knows the mind of a man save the spirit of a man? Oh, hallelujah. It's 1 Corinthians 2 and and 11 first corinthians 2 and 11 says for who among men knows the thoughts of a man except his own spirit within him so too no one knows the thoughts of god except the spirit of god so when we want to know the thoughts of god we have to strengthen the spirit of god and again we strengthen the spirit of god through prayer fasting reading his word worshiping him and spending time with him and this is what you do while you fast. Of course, you can do it while you're eating too, but we're talking about fasting. Duh. Okay. Next. Number three, you won't die. <laughs> you won't die. You're not going to die. But did you die? You're not going to die. Relax. Relax, pumpkin. You're not going to die. It's fine. You're fine. Um... You know, a couple times I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. Um, I it, uh, what? I did a fast at, in the middle of last month. So in the middle, and I never fast in the middle of the month. Um, but I saw a TikTok um, from Joshua Selman, Apostle Joshua, Sel uh, Joshua Selman. And he said, if you're not fasting at least once a week, you're playing crackhead games, and I'm paraphrasing. He did not say crackhead games. He said you're 
not serious or you're playing around or something like that, he said. And immediately, it did, it, did I immediately turn down my plate that day? No, I think I did it the next day. And there we go, my flesh. It's like, girl, you can wait till tomorrow. That was my flesh. Um, but I did a fast in the middle of last month. And when I tell y'all, I felt like I, <laughs> I felt like I was literally dying, y'all. Oh, God. Jesus, just remembering, I was bringing tears to my eyes. I felt so bad. If y'all don't know, I thoroughly enjoy caffeine. I thoroughly enjoy feeling the feeling of caffeination. I don't even know if that's a word, but it's going to be today. I enjoy the feeling of being caffeinated. I enjoy the taste of coffee, hot coffee, um, cold iced coffee, lattes, um, um, a, a protein coffee. I love energy drinks. I love Alani News. I love bangs, bang energy drinks. I like, um, I like, uh, I don't like Celsius. I don't like Celsius. Um, what else do I like? I like those little packets from Walmart that you can get, um, and you can put them in your water. They have like, I think like either between 90 and 120 grams of caffeine. I love those. I got two boxes in the cabinet right now right now um but I really 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 do enjoy I, I really enjoy caffeine I really enjoy it okay <laughs> I just wanted y'all to understand how much I thoroughly enjoy caffeine but of course when I'm fasting I don't have caffeine so baby I don't know what I was thinking or what I did that first that day before I started that fast in the middle of last month <laughs> but you couldn't tell me I wasn't feeling like Ray in that scene when he was going through withdrawal, when Jamie Foxx was withering in that bed, was writhing around, slithering in that bed. Baby, that's how I felt, okay? That's how I felt. My head was hurting. My body was, sh I was shivering. I live in Texas. It just hit 85 degrees. It just hit 87 degrees the other day. I was cold. I was hot, but I was sweating. It was bad. It was bad, and I know that was a long description, but it was bad, y'all. It was bad going, I was going through caffeine withdrawals. I was going through caffeine withdrawals, but you know what I did? I opened up my Bible, I got in my closet, and I stuck it out with God. I slept, I slept, I slept, because I was just tired, but I did it, but I did it because I knew, I knew for a fact I wasn't going to die. I might felt like I wanted to die, I might felt like, I was going to die, but I knew I wasn't going to die. Number one, I knew I wasn't going to die because I know God has promised me some things that I have not seen with my natural eye yet. And my Bible says, I will live, um, I will, what does it say? What does it say? I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will. I will. I will live and not die. Hey, to declare the works of the Lord. Psalm 91 says, um, he will, um, uh, and I, I guess I'm a paraphrase because I don't remember word for word. He will show you long. He will. <laughs> I am butchering these scriptures today. Golly. He will. The gist of it. <laughs> he will give you long life. He'll show you salvation. He'll bless you. He will satisfy you with long life. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes. He will satisfy you with long life. No. He will. <laughs> He will satisfy you with long life and show you his salvation. That's the scripture I stood on. No, it can't be because I didn't remember it just now. 
that's the scripture I should have stood on because I feel like I was not finna be satisfied with long life. I feel like I was finna be dissatisfied with a short life, with a short life of 32 years. And I felt like I didn't have no salvation. But I know that's a lie from the pit of hell because my Bible says that he will satisfy me with long life and show me his salvation. Now, where is the long life? Where is the salvation? I said all that to say, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. Because my issue was I was using caffeine to strengthen me. I was using caffeine to give me energy. I was using caffeine to... Um, put me in a better mood. I was using caffeine to increase my, this sounds extreme, but increase my vitality, if you will. So I wouldn't be sluggish. So I wouldn't be tired. So I wouldn't be drowsy at work. You know, I was using caffeine as a, um, as a lowercase g God, I was depending on it. God does not want you to be dependent on anything. He wants you to be dependent on him. In Isaiah 26 and 3, it says, um, I will keep you in perfect peace. I will keep those in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because they trust in me. The problem was I wasn't trusting in God to energize me. I wasn't trusting in God to wake me up. I wasn't trusting in God to give me the energy I need. I wasn't trusting in God to fix my attitude. I wasn't trusting in God for me to get my vitality and my strength from him. I was depending on that caffeine. Like, yeah, God, you did enough to put breath in my body and to make my heart beat and to keep this blood flowing warm in my veins this morning. But I need a cup of coffee. Okay, I need that caffeine or else I won't make it. That was my mindset. Or else I won't make it. That was my mindset. But that's me turning coffee into a God. And y'all have to look at it like that. We take stuff too casually. God is holy. And that doesn't mean, ooh, it means that, but it means holy. When you, when you look at the word, holy means separate. Holy means uncommon. We have to be uncommon. We cannot be normal. Peter calls us a peculiar people, a special people, a different kind of people. And some may even say a strange people, but that's okay because we are not of this world. We are not of this world. We're in the world, but we're not, uh, of course, you got it. We're not of the world, All right? Good students. I love that for you. Um, so yeah, you won't die. You won't die. We're not supposed to be depending on these different sources for these things. Now, look, don't get me wrong, okay? Now, look, I also have not had any caffeine today, and you see how I'm acting? I don't know if it's because I miss y'all, or I don't know if it's just because uh, it may just be it may just be a combination of just God being good. You know, God is just good. I'm on my fast anniversary. I'm telling my testimony of how God delivered me from these different addictions to food, to caffeine. He even, like, a long time ago, I used to smoke a lot, and he delivered me from that. I used to drink, binge drink, heavily drink, passed out, blacked out, drunk drink. He delivered me from that. Now, I'm, I'm asking him if he, like, I have asked him plenty of times, and at this point, I'm just running it. At this point, but this is what fasting can do for you, you know? It strips you of your flesh. So you, you know, I'm speaking by the Spirit of God. So if he, he that hath an ear, let him hear. I have asked God. And you can ask God anything, y'all, because he sees it all anyway. 
You can ask him about your lust. You can ask him about your uh your your weed addiction. You can ask him about your pornography addiction. You can ask him about your cocaine addiction. You can ask him about how you really don't like uh your your blood brother. You can ask him about all this stuff. He sees you, he hears you, he cares for you, and he's gonna fix it. Okay. But I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm asking God right now, and I want y'all to stand into agreement with this. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, pray for me. But if you're not, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to pray for you, okay? I'm asking God, like, God, do you want me to give up wine as well? Because I do still enjoy the glass of wine here and there. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit said, be real. So when I say glass, I mean bottle. There's a specific, a specific bottle of wine I really enjoy. And it's from Aldi of all places. <laughs> It's so good. I can literally, I have a comically large wine glass. So it's like I fill it up two times and the bottle is done. But that's neither here nor there. I'm asking God, does he, Lord, do you want me to give up wine? He has not said yes yet. And because I am still asking, he has not said yes yet. Um, but he has told me to give up hard liquor. So um he has told me to give up hard liquor, and that includes cocktails. And I really do enjoy a good cocktail. But I'm giving it up. It ain't nothing for me. <laughs> Jesus gave up his life. And that's that's that kind of attitude we have to have around food. Ha! You see? I tied it back to fasting. Amen. That's the kind of attitude we have to have around food. That's the kind of attitude we have to have around our favorite TV shows. Baby, I love me some Law & Order SVU. Y'all already know. But I asked God yesterday. I said, Lord, if you want me to give up Law & Order because it's not healthy for my eye gates, for my ear gates to be watching all them sex crimes, to be watching all that murder and death and darkness and sadness, then I'll give it up. I don't care. I don't. I genuinely do not care. <laughs> I genuinely do not care at this point. I don't. Um, because I love God. I'm sold out for God. I will give up. <sighs> I will give it up. I will give it up for him if he wants me to. And that's how, that's how flexible you have to be, y'all. That's how broken. That's, yes, that's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's how broken you have to be before God. That's how hungry and how thirsty you have to be before God. Did you know that in Psalm 37 and 4, when it says, and we love to quote it, when it says, um, delight yourself in the Lord also, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Do you know in the Hebrew that that word delight means to be pliable? It means to be soft. It means to be delicate. It means to be flexible. It means to be bendable. It means to be uh, pliable in somebody's hands, like you're playing with silly putty. Or like your clay on the wheel of a potter, right? We have that clay has to be flexible to mold to be able to be molded and shaped and formed and into the shape that the potter desires. Not that the clay desires. The clay probably just still wants to be clay. Right? The clay probably still wants to be clay. But it's on the potter's wheel, so it has no say. It has no say in what it's going to be turned into. Um, so when he says, delight yourself in me, that means be flexible before me. Be pliable before me. Be bendable before me. Let me do what I want to do with you. 
That's what it means. Let me do what I want to do with you. And then I can put my desires in your heart and I can fulfill each and every one of them. So take that thing you love the most. Take that thing you love the most and offer it up before God. Offer it up before God. Say, God, I want you to have this. What do you want to do with it? And if he gives it back to you, great. If he doesn't, great. That means he has something even better for you. If he takes away the desire, if he takes away, um, if he gives me a conviction when watching um, Law & Order SVU, I'm going to say, okay, God, I'm going to turn it off because I have become very sensitive to his leading in these past two years um, of fasting. Shoot, in these past two weeks of fasting, I have become a lot more sensitive. And that's going to happen. That's going to happen. The same jokes um, that you laughed at before, they won't make you laugh anymore. The same posts that you used to like on social media, you're going to be disgusted by those posts if you let God in. It, the same um, places you used to go, they're going to make your skin crawl. They're going to make the hairs stand up on the back of your head. The same holidays, come on somebody, it is October. The same holidays you used to celebrate, you're not going to want to have anything to do with those holidays anymore. When God reveals to you his will. So like I was saying, when I told God, when I told God, I just told him this this morning or last night. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was last night. I told him, Lord, if you want me to, because I was praying about um, traps, I think. I think I was praying about traps. I asked God, I said, Lord, if you want to take away, you know, the desire for me to watch Law & Order SVU, then take it away. Take it away. Take it away. I don't want anything that's going to dull my senses to you. I don't want it. Um, I pray. I want, I don't want it. I, I want him to if it's what's best for me. That's what I'll say. I want him to take it away if that's what's best for me. If that is according to his pleasing and his perfect will, then take it away. If it's, if I can still be entertained by Law & Order SVU and still go and reach the highest heights of where he wants me to be, then great. I will rock with Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler, baby, till the wheels fall off. You hear me? But if not, that's all right. That's all right. I'll give it up. I'll give it up. That's the attitude that we have to have behind this food, y'all. That's the attitude we have to have behind what's holding us back. That thing we're clutching onto so hard. If we let it go, God is going to fill your hands with so many other amazing things straight from his throne room. So let it go. So in conclusion, <laughs> I want to wrap up part one here with y'all. Number one, y'all, it's just food. Don't let that, don't let that um, barbecue mess with your breakthrough. Okay, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to get that on a t-shirt for real. What y'all think? Don't let that barbecue mess with your breakthrough, all right? Number two, fasting does get your spirit in alignment with God. It gets your spirit in alignment with God. And number three, you ain't going to die. You are not going to die. And the scriptures I want to go over with you are um, for it's just food. It's just food. I want to sh take you to... Um, 1 Corinthians 6 and 13, the A clause. 
1 Corinthians 6 and 13. Food is meant, mm, 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 which, which version do y'all want? Okay, I like the NLT. So um, I like my two favorite versions are NLT and King James. Well, NLT, New King James, and then King James. No, let me see. New King James first. NLT next. No, New King James first, then King James. Because King James... King James is is better to study. I'll say that. King James is better to study. New King James is really easy to memorize. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. That is so good. I'm going to have to write this down. New King James is really easy to memorize. King James is best to study. And New Living Translation or NLT is really good to understand. Amen. That blessed me. I hope it blessed y'all. Okay. So, 1 Corinthians... 6 and 13, the A clause says, you say food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food. This is true, though someday God will do away with both of them. You're not taking the stomach with you, okay? You're not taking this stomach to heaven with you. You're not taking your food to heaven with you. It's going to stay here. So you might as well get your spirit in order while you got time, okay? All right, number two, um... Fasting gets your spirit in alignment with God. And that was 1 Corinthians 2 and 11. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 2 and 11. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 2 and 11. And I am going to read. Uh, I'll do NLT again for this one because this is the one I see first. Oh, no. Yep. No one can know. A person's thoughts, except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. So we want to be in alignment with God's thoughts. Amen. And how do we do that? We uh, amplify the voice of God's spirit. And we do that by fasting, praying, worshiping, reading his word, and spending time in his presence. And the third thing I want you to know for part one, y'all, you won't die. You will not die. Matthew 4 and 4, and this is going to be the NIV. And this also comes from, I would just suggest to you to read Matthew 4, really the whole chapter, but Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Matthew 4, 1 through 11, and verse 4 especially says, Jesus answered, he's talking to Satan who's tempting him. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. I'm going to say that again. Jesus answered, it is written. So Jesus was in his word, right, while he was fasting and praying in the wilderness. And the spirit led him to the wilderness too. So I do want to let you know, when you're fasting, your spirit will lead you into some dark places to deal with some dark things. Just like Jesus was led into the wilderness by the spirit of God, the same spirit that lives on the inside of us. He was led into the spirit to battle the enemy with the word of God during his 40 day fast before he could start his ministry. And that's for somebody because the Holy Spirit just dropped that on me. You're going to be led into the wilderness. You're going to be led into some dark things. You're going to face a battle with the enemy. Battle him with your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then, baby, watch yourself take off. Do you hear me? You're going to take off in Jesus' name. Okay? 
one more time, Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus answered, it is written, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that originally is in Deuteronomy um, 8 and 3. And Moses says, he has humbled, he humbled you. And this is in, Mo, uh, this is in Deuteronomy 8 and 3. And Moses is talking to the children of Israel before they go into the promised land. And he's telling them how to not forget the Lord and why they shouldn't forget the Lord. And he says, because he has humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And this is what Jesus was quoting in Matthew 4 and 4. All right, y'all, I got to get back to my full-time job. <laughs> so I love y'all to life. I thank you so much for spending these minutes with me, these valuable minutes. You took time out of what I'm sure is a very busy, very packed schedule to hear me ramble on and on about coffee and Jesus and Olivia Benson. I do appreciate you. I love each and every one of you. Make sure you subscribe to um, this podcast. It's available on all your favorite podcast players. Make sure you share this with someone. Make sure you leave a rating, leave a review. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you think and make sure you are, um, interacting with me on Instagram, Facebook, Danny do it all ENT. Again, that's Danny do it all ENT. All right. I will catch you next week for part two of DTP talks fasting. Be blessed and have an amazing week. Mwah.